0: Hey girl, what's going on? I'm Ryan Sturbin and I am one of the pastors at Different Church. I'm super thankful that you're joining me today and just wanted to let you know that every month we release our women's Bible study online and we pray that it encourages you and that it challenges you and whatever platform that you are listening to this on, will you do me a favor? Go follow us and rate us five stars. It really helps us in reaching people with the word. Now that that is all out of the way, let's hop into the message going on guys my name is Ryan for those of you that do not know and welcome to episode number 18 of girl talk wherever you might be watching or listening from I am so glad you're here Um, if you live in the Nashville area or you're passing through and you want to get connected DM me hit me up I would love to connect with you over a cup of coffee or food your girl loves food which speaking of um, Tyler and I actually took our girls to the Tennessee State Fair this week and uh, we ate all the fried foods My stomach is still not happy about some of the choices that i made um but i'm i'm curious what are some of your favorite fair foods Uh, for me mine are definitely the fried oreos and because we're in tennessee corn on the cob you gotta get some corn on the cob Uh, but before we hop into today's little devotional i have one more question that i want you to drop your answer to in the comment section okay what is your favorite or Let me reword this. Um, What was your favorite hike that you've ever been on, and what was the location? I love hiking. So if it's not too far, I might have to make a trip out of it. Um, But for me, Tyler and I started hiking uh, probably about five or six years ago. We took an anniversary trip, and I just fell in love with it. And I realized that where we live at, we live around an hour and a half to two hours from so many different waterfalls. So I can hike them all, and by the time I finish that, I can start all over and it's like a brand new hike all over again. Um, But for those of you that didn't know, Tyler and I were in youth ministry forever before different, okay? And um, so we did a lot of different youth camps and stuff like that. And so one year, a couple years ago, the girls were still pretty small at the time. Um, we decided to take them with us because Tyler was just going to preach like one night at this youth camp and so we went to a campsite we've never been before and by the time we got there we noticed that the leaders and the students were out on some type of adventure or activity doing some fun things um, whatever so we decided okay well we got some time to kill we have a couple hours before service tonight and the students get back so why don't we take the girls and we go do this little scenic loop hike that they had at the campsite We didn't take any snacks or anything like that because it's a quick little hike. Well, what do you got to do when you're on a hike? You got to follow the trail markers, right? And the different colors mean different hikes or longer distances and things like that. And so we were following the trail markers. We're each carrying a kid either on our hip or on our back. And we're just talking, hanging out, having a good time. Um, But somewhere along the way, we must have lost track. We weren't we, we weren't we couldn't find our trail marker. So uh, we realized we'd been walking for 30 minutes. It said that this loop should only take about 30 minutes. And we kind of just thought, oh, we're carrying the kids. We're probably just walking slower than usual. Um, So we decided to keep going until we got to the next trail marker, and then we realized our color wasn't there. So somewhere along the path, we missed like a turn or a split or something. But I never noticed it. Like, it, it seemed like we were on the right path so the girls were starting we were all starting to get hungry and the girls were getting heavy it was getting hot i was starting to get a little anxious about whether we were going to make it back to take camp on time and so needless to say we decided that i was going to stay put with the girls and tyler hiked backwards to try to figure out where we went wrong Um, thankfully we weren't we were like 10 or so minutes off so it wasn't too bad Um, he came back he grabbed us and we got back on track So what should have taken us about 30 minutes of a hike was about an hour hour and a half of a hike and i'm just so thankful that we decided to turn around and get back on track but just like there's a path that we need to take when we're on a hike there's also a path that we need to stay on as christians right and proverbs 14 12 says there is a path before each person that seems right but it ends in death there is a path that seems right guys um, paths are usually laid out for us aren't they they're either like a gravel path a paved path a dirt path if you're on a hike so if you venture off of a path it's typically pretty noticeable you know you'll end up in the road or in grass or mud or water or something um, and just like Tyler and I on that hike it seemed Like we were on the right path, but somewhere along the way, we missed our turn. We missed that split in the path that we were supposed to take because we were focused on each other and on our kids, which are not bad things to be focused on, is it? But that got me thinking that even good intentions, um, good distractions, right, there's still that they're still distractions. And we are one distraction, one decision, one choice away from ending up on that path that might seem right. Guys, you can have good intentions all day long. Spending time with my family is a good thing. Providing for my family is a good thing. Making sure they have a clean house and clean clothes. These are all good things. But Good things can still distract us from the one thing that matters the most. I can do all of those things and still not love them properly. I can do all of those things and still not care about them properly. I can do all of those things and still not give them that attention that they desire. And in Matthew 6:33, it says, Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and He will give you everything that you need. Seek Him above all else. Have you ever lost something important to you? Like your phone or your wallet? What will you do? You'll retrace your steps, right? You'll look all through the house, everywhere that you've sat, walked, been, you will check your car, you will go to every store and restaurant, anywhere you've been that day, you will retrace your steps until you find it. Why? Because it's important to you, right? And what happens when you find it? There's relief, there's peace. You can sit down and just breathe. You're not anxious anymore. But what you will do is you will rush through the day carrying all of yesterday's mistakes, tomorrow's worries, and everything that today is throwing at you and just try to handle it all on your own. When God says, all you have to do is seek me first. Give me those burdens, give me that weight, give me that worry. Live in closeness with me, and then I will provide you with everything else that you need. Stop trying to do everything yourself. But that requires you to actually have to look, doesn't it? You will look for the remote for 20 minutes when your Bible has been missing for three months. You will look for that movie, you will scroll on the TV until you find that movie you've been dying to watch, but you won't look to Him for guidance. You will go out and look for a cute new outfit for your girl's night out, but you won't look to Him when you're feeling stressed and when you're feeling worried. Seek Him first above all else and what? Live righteously. Choose to live in closeness with Him. Choosing to wake up and spend time with Him instead of getting that extra 20 minutes of sleep. Choosing to allow him to lead us instead of trying to handle everything ourselves. Choosing to find joy in him instead of finding that joy at the mall or at the club. You know what else we'll choose? Vibes, vibe check. Here's the thing, not all vibes are valuable. Does that music that you vibe to actually lift you up when you're feeling down? Do those people that you're vibing with actually care about you and your future? Because here's the thing, we will choose to vibe with the very things that we struggle with. We will choose to listen to music that feeds into our anger and depression and lust instead of vibing with the one who can make all of that go away. We will choose to hang with people who care nothing about us because it's fun, it's a vibe instead of the person who loves us and wants what's best for us. Not all vibes are valuable. And when we choose him above all else and we live in closeness with him, then everything else that we might need will be provided for us. But it all comes down to what? A choice, a decision. And every decision that we make can either lead us closer to him or further from him. And that is why it is so important for us to be reading the Bible, staying in the word, writing his word on our heart. Because if you don't know his word, it's so easy for us to venture off down that path that seems right and we'll go further and further away from God, not realizing it, and then we'll get frustrated and start wondering why things aren't working out the way we thought they would, why we aren't experiencing God's peace, why we aren't experiencing God's favor, why we aren't experiencing God's blessings. Earl, He's not going anywhere. We are the ones that are walking away from Him. I think it's because we're too quick to make decisions oh I'm feeling sad let me go shopping only to stress about my finances later I'm broke I gotta go kill myself and get a second job instead of just being um, having self-control over our finances oh my gosh I'm feeling so anxious I have so much I have to do today let me just go enjoy another cup of coffee first why just so we can feel more anxious It's so easy for us to rationalize why it's okay to do some of the things that we do. And we will literally choose to do everything our own way, the way that we want, and then get mad at God when we start to feel burnt out, overwhelmed, and stressed. When in reality, it's not his fault. He has given us us the tools that we need and advice that we need to go down the right path. But a lot of us will have too many distractions or we're too busy that this just gets put off to the side. Or I've heard some people say, that's just a rule book, I'm not reading that. And I know that this is gonna sound cheesy, but this is not a rule book. I think that this is a book full of advice from a loving father, from a loving dad. Um. I called a lot of men dad growing up. And the moment things didn't work out between them and my mom, they didn't just leave her, they left me too. And so um, I never really got to understand what it's like to have a dad choose me until I had a family of my own and I get to witness that firsthand with my girls and my husband and it just makes me see God through a whole new lens right like he he is a God that chooses me he is a God that chooses you he loves me and he loves you and he knew that we wouldn't always choose him he knew we wouldn't always talk to him he knew we wouldn't always come to him with our problems and he left us a book that we could run to, that we could read to know more about him, a book of stories and advice and wisdom and love. And I think God knows the consequences that comes from living the way the world says to live. He has watched generation after generation after generation live that life above him choosing to do that over and over and over again, and he has seen the pain and the brokenness that comes from that, and he doesn't want that for you. He doesn't want you to feel broken and lost and frustrated and, you know, addicted or depressed and anxious. He doesn't want that for you, so he left us this to guide us down the right path, but we refuse to open it up. We refuse to listen and we refuse to grow. Instead, we'll listen to everything and everyone else around us. And we wonder why we stay stagnant, why we keep ending up in the same position over and over again. Uh, We will just allow things to distract us from where we should be going and what we should be doing when all God says He wants us to do is seek Him first because then everything else that we need will follow live in closeness with Him, we're able to make better decisions when we do that. The closer we get to Him, the more things start to be less about us and more about Him. But the moment we start trying to figure things out on our own is when our our prayer life moves to more about us and less about Him. We start praying for things that we want instead of thanking Him for the things that He's already done. We start complaining about where we are and where we wish we were without even realizing that we're living in an answered prayer. We start wondering, like, why He seems so far away from us when we've really just been very distracted and self absorbed that we didn't even stop for a second and ask Him, What do you need or what do you want from me? God has so much more for you. God has so much more for me. Um, and so, Will you guys just do me a favor really quick? Will you stop what you're doing right now and will you just ask God to reveal to you whatever it is that might be leading you uh, down the wrong path? It could be a distraction, it could be a sin, it could be just a worthless like pursuit that's maybe just keeping you from growing, keeping you comfortable, keeping you from uh, keeping you stagnant. Because I am all for asking for prayers. Ask away, I will pray for you all day long, but we've really gotta start praying for ourselves. You've gotta start praying for yourself and for your future and for your family and for your spouse. How many times did Jesus say, your faith has healed you? Your faith and your prayers can take you way further than mine can, I promise. Accept that, live in that, grow it. Run to God before you make a decision, before you react, before you fall into temptation. Make, run to Him before you do anything. Make Him the first person that you speak to when you wake up in the morning. Because the closer you get to Him, the more you're going to trust Him. And I know, I know that He wants us to live our best life. And the only way to do that is to give our life to Him and watch Him do what only He can do. We are so important to him. You are so important to him. He loves you so much. So can we just together make a decision today to choose to make better choices? Not just today, but every day. Proverbs is so good, y'all. And one, I just want to give a quick shout out to my girl, Pamela. Um, She's the one who you know encouraged me to read with her through the book of Proverbs, uh, through the month of August, and I'm just so thankful, really, for all the girls that I have around me. I love um, the accountability that you know they have, and I love watching them walk out in their calling. So if you don't have women around you, get some. Get some that are going to push you to grow. Get some that are going to hold you accountable. Get some that are going to give you um, godly advice instead of worldly advice. Uh, but. Seriously, this was just one verse in one chapter of a whole book, okay? Can you imagine the amount of studies we could do just in Proverbs alone? What's the saying, a proverb a day keeps the enemy away? I don't know how true that is, But um, I do think that consistency is key. And so I just wanna challenge you guys, why don't you guys read through the book of Proverbs uh, through the month of September? I think uh, one quick chapter a day is, it's good. It's consistent in the word and it'll give you just some cool little one-liners like tweetable or threadable things that you can think about and meditate on throughout the day that'll challenge you and push you to grow closer to him. But of course, I know God wants us to live our best life. And so I want to pray that over you and me um, and just everybody that's listening right now. God, thank you so much um, for everything that you do. Thank you for for who you are. And um, just forgive us. Forgive us when, uh, when we choose anything and everything else above you, God. And... I just pray, what did Jesus say? He said, forgive them for they do not know what they are doing. God, there are so many times where I do not know what I'm doing. Please forgive me. Please forgive me when I am not prioritizing you, when I'm not seeking after you and I'm seeking other things. God, help me to be intentional. God, I want myself and everybody watching to grow deeper. I want to move past, I want to move past the, dear God, thank you for this food. I want to, I want to know you more. I want to know you deeper. I want to be able to hear your voice above any other voice in my head. I want to be able to stay on the right path and not venture off. Um, so God, I just pray that over us, God, help us to help us to be intentional. And we just love you. We thank you so much for your grace and for your mercy, for always loving us, always choosing us and never going anywhere, God. And I just pray that um, for anyone myself included, that might have ventured off, God, that we would just turn around and run back to you. Um, And we just love you, and we thank you so much, and it's in your name we pray. Amen. Guys, don't forget how loved, how important, how valuable you are. I love you guys, and I will see you next time.